Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Rogue Show. Of course, I'm the coach, Jared Rogel, and we are brought to you and powered, as always, by Swivel Vision Training Goggles. Check them out, www.swivelvision.com, and by Softball Spirit Magazine. Check it out, www.softballspirit.us. We're right back with TCRS after this. These are fantastic. My whole team, by the way, has a J. Moore shirt. So they're very popular here in Pocatello. So you bet. Absolutely. Success breeds success. There's every program here is just punching that card to be top five, top ten. I think recruiting is getting tough because you're you're not only guessing on the athletic potential of somebody, but really you're guessing on the, the type of mindset that they're going to bring. I'd rather have one great pitcher and eight average players than eight great players and one average pitcher. This game's called fast pitch for a reason. It all starts in the circle. How is you not on every household shelf? You go drink a Yoohoo today and you tell me you don't like it. If you drink a Yoohoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. Now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And you are listening live to TCR's Coach Roadshow again, brought to you by... Swivel Vision Training Goggles, and Softball Spirit Magazine. Joining me right now for her inaugural appearance on the Coach Roadshow, the head coach of the Iowa Hawkeye softball program, Marla Looper. Coach, welcome to the show. Good to have you here. Uh, thanks for having me, Jared. I appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, coach, definitely, you know, again, appreciate your time as well. Knowing that you all do have a game this afternoon, let's jump right into it. Your team so far this year, you know, we always talk about expectations going into a season. Y'all have had a pretty good schedule um, for your out-of-conference. You know, sometimes records don't really tell the whole story about a team at this point in the season. (laughs) Where is your team at compared to where you thought they would be at this point? Uh, You know, like you said, the the record doesn't show a whole lot because I feel like we, we should definitely have a better record, but um, we're competing with, with the best in the country, and um, I would still choose to go toe-to-toe, nose-to-nose with them because um, our girls have, have definitely stepped up this year. Um, they are meeting some expectations. I'm ready for them to start exceeding some, um, but they, they haven't backed down, and that's that's the most important part um, of, of the year, and it's definitely this preseason has definitely prepared us to face the Big Ten Conference and the schedule that we have this year. You know, when, when you look up and down your schedule, and I mean, obviously the the big, some of the big games. You know, the game against UCF, you come out of there with a win. The games that I was able to see down at the Judy Garment Classic, although the team came out of there with only one win, I can honestly say this is a team where these kids fight the entire game. Yes, they do every every they minute do. they're on the field. Yeah, they, they're Coach, definitely a, a group of fighters. And, Coach, I know that all starts with your senior shortstop who may be one of the most underrated at the position at this time in the season in her career in Megan Blank. What does she mean to this program? You know, Megan Blank is, I would I would definitely agree with you, as, as underrated in the sense that I think, unfortunately, when, when teams around great players um, – don't excel or necessarily have the record that people notice, uh, those great players go unseen. And she is far from um, unseen. Uh, she's she's one of the best fundamental and best defensive shortstops in the country, I believe. Um, she also is a very quality hitter. 
but because her numbers are not through the roof like others, she doesn't necessarily get get the view because, um, you know, unfortunately our game has definitely become more of an offensive game, offensive-minded. And if you're not hitting bombs, you're not getting a lot of RBIs in, then they don't really care about your defense. And I think Megan Blank is definitely a well-rounded uh, middle infielder shortstop for us, and she's our cornerstone. And, um, you know, I wish I had more pitchers in the circle to say they're our cornerstone, but I, I, I don't mind having a shortstop that, you know, kind of holds the fort down for our team and is definitely leading us uh, through this season. Well, Coach, you, you talked about the batting average. You know, one thing that really sticks out when, when you look at your senior Megan Blank out there um, in the box, batting average at 533 and 867 slugging percentage at the Judy Garman Classic in five games out there in Fullerton with, with the pitchers that she faced out there. This kid really is a great hitter. Yes, she is, and and like I said, that that she doesn't she doesn't necessarily get all the accolades, and for her, it doesn't matter. Um, she ultimately wants her team to play, but uh, she's got some great skill on the left side. She actually came to us only being on the left side for a few years. She grew up playing baseball. Uh, she switched to the left side with her club team her last couple of years, and was more of a slapper bunter. And she she started swinging away. Uh, when she got here as a freshman, and she's really taken on that role. She does a phenomenal job as a left-handed hitter, you know, can do a lot of things, and she's got a gray eye. And, you know, as coaches, we look at her as, you know, one of the best hitters and fielders in our, in our game, and she's really any reason she would get out. There's not many pitchers that can get her out. She's going to get herself out by not doing everything she can in that bat. And, uh, you know, I'm sure I just put some fuel on some people's fire with that comment, but – that's what the good hitters do, like uh, Sierra Romero and others out there. Pitchers don't get them out. Those hitters get themselves out. And, um, you know, it's them trying to do too much or them trying to just slice it in a gap or, you know, doing things that they probably shouldn't do if they just stay up there and just see ball, hit ball. They would, you know, there's no one that can stop them in the country. And um, but Megan's one of those. I would put her up in those categories. And, um, and I, I think she's starting to get some more production around her to help her. Uh, and that's, you know, that's ultimately what we've got to have. And, you know, I think people are going to start to see that even more once we hit conference, even though she's no secret to our conference foes. People know who she is, and, and they respect her for that. And, you know, I just hope she gets some opportunities to, to continue to showcase her abilities. Coach, one of the other players and one of your younger players, uh, redshirt sophomore center fielder Sammy Dyerman, Talk a little bit about, about her impact and just what you've seen through the last couple of seasons with her and her production. Yeah, she's continued to grow this year for sure. Uh, you know, she had an injury last year that, that knocked her out of the season. And uh, so she's she's young, but she's not. She technically would be with this junior class if she hadn't had to sit out. But, uh, you know, we were looking for her to have some of this production she has right now the last couple of years, and it just hadn't really come to fruition. And, I think she's finally getting comfortable in her skin again. And uh, and she's narrowed her focus when she came back from that energy injury, which a lot of student-athletes do. They've got to learn how to work uh, because it's not as easy as it used to be. And you kind of get comfortable sometimes. And, and she's far from comfortable in the sense that she's just out there and, you know, not having to worry about anything. She's still coming in very focused into the box. And, uh, you know, she's definitely given us some greater power production numbers than we expected her to to start the year. And, um, you know, she's she's got that confidence now. And, you know, confidence breeds confidence. And uh, once you get it, it's hard to pull it away from those hitters. And uh, she continues to battle every day, and she's going to give her best to her team. And, um, you know, she knows she's out there to try to help her team. And, 
and we've we've been pretty pleased with with what she's been able to put on the field this year, and she does a nice job in center field for us, and um, you know we look to to have her around a little bit more. Coach, we heard it there in the intro. Uh, of course, Karen Weekly from Tennessee saying that this game's called fast pitch for a reason. It all starts in the circle. You've got one of the best uh, pitchers in the conference in uh, Starkenberg right now, ranking with uh, ranking fourth overall in the B1G with 98 strikeouts. Talk about what you expect to see from her and where her mind is at right now heading into conference play. You know, I think where Shayla's at right now is where I'd li- like her to be. She, you know, she struggled early and she faced some, you know, some tough competition in this preseason. And um, her mind's right. She's she's ready to get after the conference. I don't know that uh, the teams that we're facing that we faced last year are going to understand that it's the same picture uh, because she's grown a lot mentally and physically as well. But she's grown a lot mentally. Uh, she was a young lady that we registered her freshman year to try to get her her mental side of the game there and to continue to build on her skills and. Um, she hasn't she hasn't backed down against the best teams in the country. You know she she went you know across against Oregon and they scored on runs and balls that didn't leave the infield. And she's done a nice job of allowing our defense to play the game and gotten a lot more strikeouts than we have in the past. But you know the biggest thing we've got to do is eliminate the free passes. You know against Oklahoma she had 12 in one game, but only gave up seven hits. So uh, you know the runs came off of a home run that was with a walk. If we can eliminate those. There's not a conference team that's gonna, you know, just powerhouse us. And you know, it's been nice to see her come into her own, leading into conference. And you know, we've got to do a better job on the offensive, defensive end to make sure we're supporting her and put some runs up so we can we can get out of these games unscathed. And um, I'm not saying she's perfect, but she has definitely stepped it up. I just, you know, I wish we had some depth so we could have a, you know, one, two, three punch right now. But you know, at this point, we just need at least one horse that we can ride behind and ride beside. And, and I think, you know, she's definitely stepped up and ready for that task. So, Coach, let's talk about it, the opening. I mean, you've got to be happy to finally be at home, the opening of the B1G conference schedule here. Uh, really quick, let me run through your games, and we'll talk about the series here with Maryland. Uh, this afternoon, you all will play Maryland at 4 p.m. tomorrow at 2 p.m. And I have to mention the first 250 fans at tomorrow's game, which again starts at 2 p.m., are going to pick up a pack of Iowa softball trading cards. So make sure you guys are there at that one. And then Sunday, 1 p.m., that game will also be on uh, BTN Plus for those fans that aren't able to make it down to the stadium uh, to watch the game live. So, Coach, Let's talk about Maryland here. It's it's a team that you've seen as a coach a few years back, but new coaching staff, pretty much new players, new roster. What are you expecting out of this Maryland team from, you know, what you've heard about them leading up to this to this point in the season? You know, I think I think that is the challenge. We don't know a lot about them. We, you know, we've gotten some scouting reports, but here's a team that's joining a, a conference that's new for them and and they're they're going to come out almost similar to what Nebraska did two years ago when they joined the Big Ten. And they're trying to try, try to make a statement and say, we deserve to be in this conference, and we're going to put our name on it, we're going to put our stamp on it. And and I know that's what Courtney, as their you know the new head coach, she's got she's got some grit and determination, and I believe that's what her team's playing like. And um, you know they've had a pretty pretty challenging schedule as well, and they're they're coming in with a lot of confidence. And you know we we as the Iowa Hawkeyes have got to go out and play our game and play against the game and, and not be so concerned with the opponent. But um, they're, they're going to 
they're going to challenge us for sure. I, you know, they came out, they got here yesterday. They've probably got good rest after um, the travel and, and uh, you know, we, we as, uh, as a staff and a team, we talked about we need to welcome them to the conference, but not nicely. <laughs> uh, we, we need to send them home, um, you know, with a, with a nice welcome package. But, you know, I, they're going to come out. They're going to put the ball in play. They're not going to be afraid of that. They put up some runs this year. They're, they're swinging a good bat. And, you know, I expect them to, to come with us with their best because they want to make a statement joining this conference. And, um, you know, I think we've we've got to do a better job of starting the tempo, starting the momentum, and maintaining it throughout the, the three-game set because this is where it gets fun when we get just one game a day. And you got to put all your cards on the table um, and you got to get after it. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I know, I know Courtney and her staff are looking forward to coming in and, and starting this conference off right. And um, I think it's going to be a, a battle to the last game for sure. Well, Coach, those were definitely fighting words right there. So we'll have to use that <laughs> clip later on in the season when we, whenever we get Coach to come on the show at some point. I know she doesn't mm-hmm. like doing, uh, doing radio interviews, but we'll get her on at some point. We'll have to replay that after you guys play them. So, Coach, yeah, let's I know. About I, this. I don't doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so, Coach, one of the tough things we kind of touched on there is you really haven't seen this team a whole lot. So let's go back, maybe give us, before we end the show today, the three keys that your team really needs to concentrate on from a team standpoint in order to come out of this game. What are three things that, that you all really need to focus on starting this afternoon at 4 p.m.? Um, number one is we've got to focus on our, our own team energy and starting that from the beginning uh, because we talk about momentum and trying to gain it and when we gain it, maintain it. Um, we, our game is like a boxing match. We, we are like two heavyweight you know, boxers in the ring, and you're going to give a blow, but you're going to take one, and you've got to give one back, and you just got to stay on your feet until you can get that knockout punch. And so that starts with momentum and energy in our dugout and on the field. Um, number two is, is doing the little things, taking care of the little yellow things. That's the softball. You can't do anything in our game without that ball. So we've got to do a good job of taking care of that ball, defensively attacking the ball in the circle, pounding the zone with it, um, and offensively jumping on good pitches that we can drive in the, in, you know, in the alleys. And so we've got to take care of the little yellow thing. And lastly, we've got to control the controllables and stay with that. And if we can control those little things that we can take care of, there's no guarantee for success. There never has been. If there was, we wouldn't play the game because we'd be bored to death. So we've got to control those little things to allow us to do that, whether that's an approach to an at-bat, being pitch to pitch, um, shaking off maybe a call or, um, you know, a pitch that maybe you wanted, and uh, instead of thinking about it, forget about it and get to the next one, you know, on the, on the mound. So you maybe walk someone. So what? Now let's roll a double play. Those little things that we can control and our attitudes and our efforts towards it, I think will set us up for opportunities of success. But I can't guarantee success. No one can. So uh, those are the three big keys going in. And, again, we've, we've just got to set ourselves up for that opportunity. And when that opportunity is there, we've got to grab it. Coach Luper, thanks a lot for joining us today. Any uh, closing comments before we let you go and uh, get ready for this, uh, this afternoon's ball game? Yeah, I just appreciate you allowing uh, this a platform for these fast pitch t- teams across the country and others that are fans of it uh, because it is a great sport and it's a great competition every time you step on the field and it's a fun environment. So thank you for showcasing that and allowing me to be a part of your show today. 
Coach, you're welcome. We'll look forward to having you on, and hopefully I am going to be able to make it down to Columbia for that April uh, 22nd series against the Mizzou Tigers. All right. That sounds great. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate it. All right. This has been TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. Don't forget, guys, make sure you go on uh, uh, HawkeyeSports.com. That's HawkeyeSports.com. You can check out the schedule there again. Lots of great promotions starting today uh, at 4 p.m. Tomorrow, uh, Hawkeyes will play the Terps at 2 p.m. Again, uh, first 250 fans that walk through the gates tomorrow will get Iowa softball training cards. And then Sunday at 1 p.m., that game again, for those that won't be able to make it down to the stadium, that game will be uh, televised on BTN+. Plus. This has been TCRS, the Coach Road Show. Don't forget, you can also follow the Hawkeyes on Twitter as well as Facebook right there on our show description here. Uh, we've got links to both of those. Make sure you follow uh, Blake and Abby on Twitter at Coach Roadshow. That's Coach R-O-G-E-S show. Follow me at Coach Robo. And lastly, Monday, next Monday, noon central time right here on TCRS. It's going to be Seminole Softball Monday. You all know we've got – FSU head coach Lonnie Alameda live Lonnie Alameda live with us every Monday noon central between now and the time that the Knolls end their season. This has been TCR's the Coach Road Show. Later times, everybody.